Chapter Nine of Tell Us Another by Winfred Hurst, S.D.S. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Recording by Maria Therese. The Power of Prayer. Ah, Father Herbert, there's nothing to it. This talk, I mean, of the children's prayer saving the day. It rained yesterday. It's raining today, and will rain tomorrow and Saturday too. Prayer may be fine in a way. It may be excellent in its own place. But do you really think it will put those clouds to flight? Do you seriously mean to say that we'll have fair weather because the boys and girls are praying for it? I, for one, am mighty doubtful. Edward Winson was speaking. Of all the members of Father Herbert's parish, he was the wealthiest, and in a way the most influential. But he was by no means the most exemplary Catholic. Indeed, he was far removed from the list even of those we call practical lukewarm and somewhat cynical possessed a strong and uncommendable characteristics a man who in his religious life did just his duty and no more edward winson though he knew it not was in danger of joining the mighty ever-swelling army of twentieth-century indifferentists for as surely as carelessness leads to lukewarmness so surely does lukewarmness lead to indifference that most lamentable of all states for who is more incurable than he that has no desire to be cured? But God was about to show him mercy. A little child shall lead them. Only a few weeks ago the zealous and untiring Father Herbert had solicited Mr. Winston's aid and active participation in the coming bazaar that was to lighten the burden of debt weighing so heavily on his little church. He had, to be sure, approached his stern, somewhat caustic parishioner with no little trepidation but to his great surprise and joy that worthy had offered his services with altogether unwanted alacrity and affability he had assured the delighted priest that both the purse and goods as well as his own personal assistance were at his disposal at any time in the days that followed almost all the preparations had been made even the booths had been erected in the grove belonging to the school grounds but then to the bitter disappointment of all it had begun to rain that was wednesday saturday the first of may was to witness the long-expected event this was thursday and oh what a downpour was it really ever going to stop yesterday father herbert had said to the children in his own simple way my dearest little friends it's all up to you you must pray that it stop raining before saturday this is wednesday st joseph's day go to joseph he always helps. Storm his fatherly heart. Of course, the children had forthwith become enthusiastic. They were all piety, all smiles, and all confidence, too. Don't you worry, father, they cried. We'll have fine weather, you'll see. Oh, we'll have fine weather for Saturday. And with that, they straightway began a triduum in St. Joseph's honor. Sister Modesta at the head, of course. And now it was Thursday. What a veritable deluge! Mr. Winson, as the head of the Committee of Affairs, had come to see about the postponement of the bazaar. But with a quiet smile the parish priest had assured him that all would be well, that the matter had been placed into good hands. Then he told about the children's triduum to St. Joseph. This it was that gave occasion to the remark with which our story opens. More things are wrought by prayer than this world dreams of, said Father Herbert, 
quoting Tennyson, Mr. Winson, faith can move mountains, as Holy Writ tells us. I have unbounded confidence in the children's prayers. I believe they are going to pierce the clouds in very truth, and scatter them, too. That settled it. Willy-nilly, Mr. Winson was obliged to postpone the projected postponement, and so he took his departure with the best possible grace, doubtful, to be sure, and wondering much, for heavy clouds in foggy England are rarely anxious to flee away at the bidding of any man, much less, thought he, at the feeble lispings of a group of boys and girls. But he would see, and Saturday evening he would call and let Father Herbert have his, I told you so. Friday morning came, bringing a leaden sky. From out the gloomy heavens the rain came steadily, steadily down. The children are praying hard, Sister whispered to Father Herbert in school that morning. They haven't the least doubt about tomorrow. They are sure of the bazaar. They are bringing just heaps of flowers to St. Joseph. And only think of it, about an hour ago the sweet little things came to me and said, Sister, if St. Joseph doesn't listen, we're going to turn his picture round to the wall. What a threat, and what a wondrous faith withal, and Sister smiled happily. Saturday morning came, and still it was raining, raining, raining. The great event had been planned for the afternoon. The triduum was at an end. The prayers were apparently unheard. Could it be that Mr. Winson was right after all? Not so, thought the children. We'll have fine weather, Father. You'll see. We'll have fine weather. Such was still the burden of their song. Were they not a little rash? Was not this a case of hoping against hope? It seemed even presumptuous. But it was not. About ten o'clock the clouds began to grow ever thinner and thinner. It stopped raining. The jolly May sun peeped down upon the earth and began to kiss away the diamond drops from bud and flower. A warm wind began to blow, putting to even more rapid flight the already retreating denizens of the sky, and gathering up the little pools of water in passing. By two o'clock in the afternoon, everything was dry. The grass was invitingly fresh and green. The birds in the grove began to sing their sweetest songs, so sweet that the beauteous flowers, which had been sleeping since Wednesday, were awakened thereby and opened their little eyes again. And the people, dressed in their Sunday best, left their homes in crowds and thronged to the bazaar. Ah, what merry-making there was then! such a buying and selling and drawing and bagging and fining and taxing and what not games abounded there was business-like fun and frolic everywhere a fair just like it that little parish had never had before and the children they were in high glee beaming with joy they danced round father herbert again and again and ever with the same exultant exclamation oh we told you so Nothing could equal the tender joy that overflowed from the innocent, confiding hearts that day. St. Joseph had been true. It was late at night when the committee, Father Herbert in their mists, assembled in the schoolhouse to determine the result of the afternoon's activities. When they had finished, Edward Winston arose and grasped the priest's hand with a grip as sincere as it was firm. Father, he exclaimed, I now believe in prayer. Not only did we have that bazaar, but it was the most successful this parish has seen since its existence. I am a changed man, father. 
I am going to get down on my knees and do my duty to God from this day forward to the end of my life. I am going to become a man of prayer. Mr. Winston, I am glad. God be praised, said the priest deeply moved. Prayer can indeed do all things. We need only faith. But what is that? he asked suddenly. All listened. Upon the tin roof above there was a patter, patter, patter. The men looked at each other in astonishment. It was raining. End of chapter 9